Welcome to the Sisters Like Us podcast. I'm Lakin. And I'm Allie. And we're here to share our perspectives as sisters from two different generations. So grab a glass of wine or a bottle and let's dive in. Cheers. Welcome to episode 18 of the Sisters Like Us podcast. We are chugging along. I think this is our fifth time sitting down to record. We're trying to record a couple episodes at a time to take advantage of schedules and now babysitting, etc. But we thought since it's close to the beginning of the year, we would talk about goals. Yes. Which if you know me, I am a big fan of goals, obviously. And yeah. that is what I talk about in my business. And this year I'm actually helping Allie with some of her goals, which is so fun. So I thought it would be fun to just go through our goals for the year and and just kind of chat about it. I'm very confident in my goals for the year. Like I know what they are and I know that you know one of them, but the rest of your goals are still a little bit kind of up in the air. Yeah. So let's start with you. Let's start with the one goal that you know is a priority because we've been working on it for the last few weeks. Yeah. I feel like for me, my personal goal for the whole year is just to be like the healthiest version of myself. Um, I think last year I was really focused on like my physical health, but like literally like going to the doctor's office and like doing all of those things. And I feel like this year I'm like really focused on feeling good in my own body and like going to the gym as much as I can and just like eating better. And so, yeah. So obviously physical health is a really common goal. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. will set that goal. And there's a lot of components to it. I think people definitely will hone in on, like you said, going to the gym, eating better, and those are definitely components of it. But there are also other ones as well that I know you and I have set goals for you on that are still just as, if not maybe more important sometimes than those. I know one that you don't have a goal for is sleep because you feel good about that one. Yes, I do. Water is another one that I feel like people really forget is super important. And I know that it's like a trend now to have like 800 different (laughs) of these like giant water bottles, but it definitely can inspire you to drink more water. I don't go anywhere without my water bottle. It's like my emotional support water bottle. But do you really think it helps you drink more water? Oh, totally. And I do drink a lot of water. Another big one that I think people also forget is stress. Mm-hmm. And even though it, you know, falls into the category of mental health, it obviously is mental health. It definitely has an impact on your physical health and the way that your body reacts to even like exercising. If you are in stress mode, sometimes exercising makes it worse. Oh, 100%. So it feels like that's one of those things that I'm always talking to people about like, okay, that's great. You can go to the gym and you can eat all the salads and all the things, but like what are you doing about your stress levels? Yeah. And prioritizing your physical health will in turn help your mental health Absolutely. drastically. Just by drinking a lot of water, doing all of those things. And like anxiety is a lot from your gut. Mm-hmm. So eating really gut healthy meals and just like overall eating better is super helpful as well. But one of the things that also happens this time of year is everybody tries to go from zero to 100. And they try to go from doing the extreme not even the extreme on the worst case, because let's be honest, right? The extreme worst case is like you are eating out every day and you're ordering the worst thing on the menu and you're drinking zero water and like getting no sleep, right? You're not doing that. You're not on that end of the extreme. But then they try to go to the other end 
and they try to cut drinking, right? Dry January is a really popular thing. And, and like, if that's what you want to do, you do you. But going sometimes to the extreme and restricting yourself can then just make it so much easier to flip back to the other way. And so it is so much more valuable to break it down, take really small steps and implement those changes Mm -hmm. that you can sustain in the long run. Yeah. And one of my things was like eating better, but I didn't drastically change my diet. I'm just making like small modifications, like not eating out as much or just cooking more. So yeah, I know a lot of people were doing like the 75 hard. Like that's... I have so many issues with 75 hard. It's just like, it's almost trendy. It absolutely is. Like so many people are doing it. And I will say like, I was going to do it. Like I was really thinking about it. But then I kind of talked to Lake and obviously, and she was like, it's just not realistic to go from, even though I do drink a lot of water a day, going from that to a gallon is like insane. And And it's also just not realistic to sweat twice a day. No. Or, and it's not realistic to just cut certain things out like drinking is like you know it cheers like we are having wine (laughs) because I knew that it was not again it was dry January you can commit to something maybe for a month but then would you just go back to the amount of drinking that you were doing before and it is so much more beneficial to say okay I'm going to drink two days a week and that is if you don't mind me sharing that, that that is the action step we've picked for that goal for you where you know in advance, like, okay, these are the two days this week that I'm going to drink and then, and that's it. And it's not this extreme. The other big issue I have with 75 hard is 75 days is a really, really long time to not expect there to be something in your life that's going to impact it for you not to stop and assess your goals and make sure that there's nothing about it that you want to tweak. When I work with people, I very much recommend like, let's do a month. Well, actually when I work with people one-on-one, we do it on a weekly basis and we check in and we may make tweaks on a weekly basis. But at the very least it's a month. And you, that is what I encourage you to do was commit to these action steps that we've picked for a month. And then we will sit down and reevaluate and see if we need to tweak any of them. And the thing is, you may not need to tweak them. Like two days a week might feel good to you. That might feel right where you are, like you said, the healthiest version of you, but not unrealistic with your life. I mean, you're 23 years old. I've already found um, in the past couple weeks times where I kind of have to prioritize, you know, someone was like, do you want to have a wine night? And I'm like, well, I know I'm drinking the next tomorrow night and Saturday, so yes, I want to hang out, but like let's do mocktails instead, and that's what we did, and it was super fun. But Lakin's also told me that it's okay to you know have a hiccup here and there. Yes, like, we're not aiming for perfection, and that yeah. seventy five hard does that. They encourage you to like be absolutely perfect, mm-hmm. or you have to like start back at day one. Well, and the problem I have with seventy five hard, it's like another thing where you do it for the seventy five days, and then what? This is the problem with diets and things like that. Is you do them for a certain amount of time to an, ex- and they're all extreme. You're just supposed to. Go back to your regular life. But but then people are like, oh, well, it becomes a lifestyle. And it's like, it's a lifestyle to just never drink again or to never, yeah. you know. To work out twice a day. I just, yeah. I mean, no, no shame if you do it because that is super impressive. Because part of me is also like, I don't even think I would be able to do it. 
it's it's a lot and it is for most people it is going from no workouts to twice a day it's going from drinking however many days a week to no days a week right it's going from these extremes and so yes sustaining that for 75 days is quite literally very hard yeah and I told Lake and I was saying I think I'm only gonna do like 45 days but and it's also I'm gonna call it the 75 soft yeah she was gonna do like a smaller version and I was like let's talk about that and you can do a smaller version but first off let's do 30 days and second off let's let's talk about each thing individual individually because like you said you were already working out pretty consistently so when we set a goal for January for you to work out five times a week that's not that much of a stretch for you now some weeks it's been one one or two of the days has been a little bit of a push but it's not as big of a jump as it would be for somebody who was doing zero. The second week of January, I actually had to stay at our mom's house, which I'm going from being at my apartment in my, I go to core power yoga. I think I've talked about core power yoga before. Um, but going from walking out my door and it being across the street to like actually, you know, having to wake up and like make time to travel there. And I was going at like 6 a.m. and like 7 a.m. when I was staying there. And I was like, wow, this is, it's so, seeing it in hindsight, it's so much different, like having to travel and stuff, but it's so worth it. It's just, it's such a good workout. I will say like, if you are looking for like a workout and like you like group fitness classes and you're not you don't hold yourself accountable when you go to just the gym or if you work out at home and you're you're still not holding yourself accountable. Like, I think Core Power is just great and they're all over. So, yeah. not an ad. Not but an if ad. if Core Power would like to. Sponsor. I will absolutely hype it up to the day I die. <laughs> Definitely spokesperson over here. I The first time I ever tried it was actually in California. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's huge yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. And I've seen TikToks. Yeah. Go back to of, the social media episode. Oh, girls being like the core power girlies know like this is you know it, it is an intense workout but they offer like so many different levels which is nice but, but what it comes down to is finding something that you like and you mm-hmm. found a workout that you like to do and so it is it's still hard on some days but it is easier than trying to force yourself to do something that you absolutely hate yeah. and I I still struggle in the class I cannot do a perfect class and I think on my app it says I've taken it over a hundred times and I still struggle. The best way I can describe it is like a HIIT workout with yoga, with weights in a heated room. Yeah. It's just a lot. It's intense. I'm trying to think if there's any other of your action steps that we want to touch on. I feel like stress is a big one and... For January, we started really small and your only action step related to that is to read before bed. Yeah. That was our goal to kind of help you de-stress at the end of the day and get a good night's sleep. And for those of you who are so curious, which you're already going to know, I did get a Kindle because I posted it on um, our story, but it's been amazing. So, <laughs> and has helped me read before. I've read like three books this year already. Yeah. That was also, if you go back to, I don't remember if that was the Q&A where we talked about goals or the reading episode where you were like, I'm going to read 20 books. And I was like, where did you come up with that number? Yeah. And we adjusted the number to be something a little bit more realistic. And then now you're kind of blowing that out of the water. Yeah. And I started reading Seven Husbands. And I just... Yeah. I didn't think it was that great either. But keep going. It, I mean, it's power through at this point. Yeah. I will say, when I'm going to bed, I like something a little bit more like, you know, fun and flirty. It's like how I like to say. You don't think Seven Husbands is fun and flirty? No, like I'm bored. Oh. Anyways, so 
I don't know if anyone's ever heard of the Briar University series, which you probably mm-hmm. have, written by Ellie Kennedy, and it's, like, spicy. Oh. It's a little bit of a spicy romance novel. Okay. And I read it on my phone, like, a long time ago, and I saw it on Kindle Unlimited, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just read that really quick, because I know it's, like, a quick read, but it's, like... All of these guys. But if it's a series, then it's not a quick read because you're going to keep going. But they're, no. They're all different love stories, okay. so it's not really like. You can just read each yeah. one eventually. Got right. it. Let's, before we move in to my goals, let's finish up with you. So far, that's the one goal that you are focused on is your being the healthiest version of you. And all of your action steps are around that goal. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of have a, a little bitty goal that you set to have to read a certain number of books, but honestly, that probably doesn't matter. You're going to blow that out of the water. Are there any other goals that you're thinking about implementing? Which, by the way, this is my plug for you don't have to start all your goals on January 1st to achieve them this year. Like, you can layer them in at other points in the year. Yeah, I don't think there's any I'm focused on right now. I think this is already kind of a change for me. For sure. With all of these little goals for this month. So I'm kind of just focused on that. But eventually I kind of want to think about work goals okay. and stuff like that. But right now I'm just... Yeah, I was I was asking like later in the year, were there any other goals I that think, you want to brainstorm for future, future Alley? I think... Just maybe making more progress in my job, my current role. Okay. But I haven't really dove into that goal yet. Okay. Anything else personal goal-wise that you are thinking about? I mean, don't get me wrong. If all Allie decided to focus on this year was her physical health and her job, that is amazing. Like, we do not need to set eight bazillion goals to be successful humans. I think... Mental health is just a very big part of my life, and it's always going to be, like, an internal thing that I'm working for with. Sure. And so that's always kind of, like, something I'm working on. Would you consider setting specific action steps for your mental health like we have for your physical health? I would, yeah. Maybe that's something to consider brainstorming at some point. I agree. Focusing on what you've got now, even though it is only one goal – it's a big goal, and she's got five mini, like, action step goals within that, mm-hmm. and so it's a lot. Yeah. I would not recommend adding more yet. I was just thinking about, like, future later this year. All right. Well, let me pull out my list. I I have four goals this year, which is the lowest number of goals that I have ever set oh. in my life. Normally, I've, I've had anywhere from six to eight every year, and this year I only have four, okay. but they're pretty vague, so mm-hmm. they definitely can encompass a lot of different things. Have you... You probably saw my Instagram post, but you probably didn't watch a YouTube video where I, like, dove into them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first one is to make time for myself. If you are new here or you need to catch up with the time frame that we're on, I have a a four-and-a-half-month-old. We just went to her first swim class, and there was a dad at the swim class who was like, (laughs) she's so cute. There's a dad there that was like, she's three months? And I was like, no, she's four-and-a-half. Like, she's so big. But obviously... That is taking up a lot of my time, and I love her to death, and I love being a mom, but it does make it where I have to really focus and prioritize making time for myself. Mm -hmm. So that includes things like my routines and going to dance classes and like everything that is about- Which I want to go with you. Yes, I know you want to go to dance class. I will say, I'd like to add a little thing in here about me. I've mastered my morning night routines. Maybe we need to do a whole episode on routines. Yeah, I love a good routine because me too. for me, and I think we could also potentially do an episode like on mental health mm. 
But, you know, for me and my anxiety, what's really helpful for me is I need to have some sort of predictability. I hate not knowing what's next. And so routines have really helped me just like know what's coming next. I love that. That's a really great way to think about routines for what's beneficial for you. Everybody has their own reasons for implementing routines. Mm -hmm. For me, it's about making sure that I prioritize the things that are important. And Mm -hmm. if I don't do it first thing in the morning, I won't do it. So that's why it's part of my morning routine. And I happen to be a morning person, so that helps. And one of the reasons I do it is because my work is so unpredictable with weekends. And if I'm working on the weekend and I never really know what my work day is going to look like, so having those morning and night routines kind of helps sandwich it. So I'm like, I love that piece. That's amazing. Yeah. So the other thing is that I do is I will pick more narrowed in focuses for the quarter. So even though make time for myself is the overarching annual goal, I just want to share that my quarterly goals are my morning routine and to get back into that after having a baby mm-hmm. and then schedule doctor's appointments, which I thought was funny that you brought that up because that's my big goal for Q1 is to get into all the doctors here because obviously when we moved here the only doctor I was seeing was my OBGYN and so now I need to get That's in how I was. with all of the other doctors to see and I've been here for a long time and I was only seeing my OBGYN and I was like it's probably not it I really should maybe get a primary care doctor I should get a dentist and I did it all right the next goal on my list is family fun and memories mm-hmm. obviously I wanted to do something related to our new little family of three and then our family at large. But it's all about like doing the fun things and scheduling time for those things and not just like coasting through life, which can, it can very much feel that way sometimes with a baby is like every day feels the same and we're just doing the same thing every day. So making sure that we're switching it up, like going to some lessons, that's one of the key one goals. And then memories is referring to documenting it. Like I want to memory keep. I want to document those memories with her. So my Q1 focuses are swim lessons, which we just checked that off, which is amazing. It's January 22nd, one of my quarterly goals. And then plan and book our 2024 travel. So taking the peanut to various places this year, which we're really excited about. So uh, do you have any travel booked for 24 or any plans? Yes. Where are you going? Well, not booked yet, but I'm going to Italy. Did you know that? Excuse me? Did you not know that? No. When no. are you going to Italy and why and with who? I literally told you this like the other day. No, you did not. Okay. Well, I'm going with my dad. Okay. We're going to Italy in like mid-August. Okay. I have never... We probably talked about this in one of our episodes. I think we touched on travel a little bit. Yes, and you said that you were considering doing something with your dad, but you had not told me that you guys had picked a location and a potential time frame. And where in Italy we've also sort of picked. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, I so I've never been to Europe. I have been to Mexico and, you know, the cruise Caribbean destinations mm-hmm. and such. But, yeah. Anyways, that's amazing. I'm very, very jealous. I know that he and Parker, our brother, went to London. Yeah, last year. In Scotland last year. Uh, and him and I haven't really taken a trip together before. So, and the last time he was there was, like, the 80s, he said. In Italy? Yeah. I know he used to go to Europe a lot with, when he taught the MBA program at UTSA, him and mom used to go to Europe as part of the, like, final, uh, I don't even know what it's called, but, like, the final 
end of the MBA program. Yeah. They went to Europe a lot. They, but I don't, yeah, I don't, I guess they never went to Italy. <laughs> yeah. And I told mom the other day that the three of us need to plan a trip to Paris. So you, me and her. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. He what happened to Greece? Remember on an episode where we were like, I also want Listen, I, I think I'm really in the next, I don't know, five, ten years. I'd love to go at least like one place I've been wanting to go once a year. That's funny you say that because Sam and I had a conversation, my husband Sam, years ago that we both very much love to travel. And we said every year we were going to go to one new domestic place and one new international place every single year, which is a lot. Like that is a lot. And we save a lot and we use a lot of credit card points and we prioritize travel. Mm -hmm. So for the most part, COVID kind of put a wrinkle in that Mm -hmm. plan. Obviously the debate is whether Puerto Rico counts as an international trip or not, on whether we actually have committed, have followed through on that goal. Mm -hmm. Because in 2021, the only somewhat international place we went was Puerto Rico. Right. But this year with a baby, that's obviously a little bit harder. We're talking about maybe going to Niagara Falls okay. uh, because, and go to the Canada side so that it counts still as international. Right. But yeah. it's still, it's way closer than trying to go anywhere else. I think I also talked about this in previous episodes. My dad and I actually originally were thinking about going to Seattle. Right. In Vancouver. In Vancouver, which is cool, but... It's funny, we were actually at his friend's house and having a cookout or, like, whatever. And one of the people that were there were talking about how they just came back from a wedding in Italy. Mm. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I just seen these pictures. Like, I want to get married in Italy, blah, blah, blah. And my dad's like, well, why don't we just go there? And I go, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? If this was an option, why were we talking about Seattle? <laughs> which, like, is, which I know is beautiful. And it... Yeah. And I would thoroughly enjoy it completely but I mean Italy Italy? no I I am I completely agree with you it's funny when we lived in New York we used to talk about the fact that like a flight to Seattle was the same flight like length as going to Europe yeah so probably have also mentioned this in a previous episode but I don't like to fly I'm just not not I actually don't think you've ever mentioned that okay so we definitely would not have a whole episode on fears, but one of my fears are is flying. So that's going to be fun. But it's so worth it. Like It is so worth like, it. Like, I don't care. Like, I would rather be having a panic attack the entire time there than not go. <laughs> like, I need to go. So. You'll be okay. You made it to LA, and that's a pretty long L- flight. Well, Puerto Vallarta was longer. Okay, you made it to Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. All right, the next one on my list is the maybe the least fun of them all and that is household rhythms and routines so really it's about getting our feet back under us kind of of our household and the division of labor in our household and all of those things that that have to happen on a regular basis now that we have a baby because now there's a million more things that we have to do on a regular basis but then also you know, the balance between what my husband does and what I do and all of those things. So kind of getting all of those figured out is really my goal this year. It's a lot. Like yeah. I, you, I think you don't realize sometimes how many things that there are to do like on a regular basis. Yeah. My Q1 focuses for that are our finances. So, so to get back onto tracking those and like, Oh, I, I didn't want to bring it up because I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about it, but I know that's a goal potentially for you. Oh, 100%. Yeah, so I feel like with recently graduating college, which now is super weird saying that was two years ago, kind of. Almost, yeah. Becoming more financially independent is 
scary and having a big girl job and like paying rent and doing all of those things, finances can be really hard. And we don't always, I we, I say we, talking about like how if other people relate to me, but. I'm sure there are other people who relate to you. It's, you know, I like to spend money, but I also like to save money, but I also don't. Yes. <laughs> um. So that is also, I kind of want to just like be better at budgeting and like really save up some money this year. Uh, right. Going back to the travel goal, yeah. travel is not cheap. And yeah. so obviously your trip with your dad, I'm assuming he's covering a good chunk of the expenses. But if you want to travel other places, whether it's with friends or with us or whatever, yeah. like, I mean, I'm sure mom is down for Paris, the three of us. I'm not sure mom's paying for the for Paris for the three no, of us. No, <laughs> no. But you're definitely not alone in wanting to get a grasp on your finances. Yeah. It's definitely a very, very, very common goal. So we can absolutely tackle that later in the year. Totally. For us, it's more about like being aware of, of our new monthly spending now that we have a new monthly expense in our household. And then what are like where our savings are going, whether we're going to buy property or what like what we're going to do with like savings and et cetera. Because yeah. for a while, the savings that we were having were just going, we both work for ourselves. And so the savings was going into maternity slash paternity leave savings um and now it's kind of like okay what do we want to do yeah. going forward and then my last goal is to enjoy being in the kitchen i don't like to cook i don't either okay wait I, mom loves to cook and we didn't get that gene i don't think she actually likes it no she likes to cook she doesn't like the planning aspect of cooking but if somebody tells her like what to cook and what to buy she likes the actual uh, like process of cooking. So my problem is I don't think about eating until I'm hungry. And, oh. and then I wait almost to like add an extreme hunger to the point where I don't want to cook. I don't want to spend time cooking. I'd rather just have my food. Sure. And so... So your issue is the planning part in advance. And yeah. So if you are not like ravenous, do you then enjoy cooking? Not really. Okay, so that's fine. I was just curious. I because I don't. I don't enjoy cooking. I I started to like have a couple meals that I've been making that are easy. Yeah. I got like this Trader Joe's five ingredient cookbook. Yes. Oh, I have that cookbook, but I've never used it. Yeah, and I got it for like a white elephant or something. At my holiday party, and I actually haven't used it yet either, but I'm sure it would be very helpful. But see, my problem isn't like breakfast and lunch. My problem is just dinner. Most people, that is the problem. That's yeah. our problem too, is yeah. dinner. We're good with breakfast and lunch too. Our issue is also dinner, but from a health perspective and from a financial perspective, it is so much better for us to cook at home. So sometimes I can argue the financial perspective because I do think that, yes, you save money by not buying, like getting takeout and whatever, but groceries are expensive. Groceries are expensive, but a couple things. One, if you are talking about delivery and you're also paying for a delivery fee and or a tip, all of a sudden it's not even comparable. But if you are going to pick it up, sometimes it can be somewhat 
similar. It depends on what the ingredients are. There yeah. are ingredients that are more or less expensive at the yeah. grocery store. And then it also depends on how much you're willing to shop sales and picking recipes that are more cost effective is an option. Yeah. And I've always told people when you're picking recipes to cook at home, in an ideal world, the recipe would be fast, it would be healthy, and it would be inexpensive. The truth is, it is going to be really hard for you to find something that is all three of those things that you also enjoy eating. That's a good Right? Point. So you have to figure out what are your priorities. What are your priorities for eating at home? And usually you can snag two of the three mm-hmm. in terms of those categories. Yeah. So we, for me, it's quick. Like, I want to spend the least amount of time in the kitchen yeah. as possible. Mm-hmm. And it, I try to be healthy-ish. Yeah. I try to always make sure there's a vegetable. But my Q1, I put my phone down. My Q1 focuses for this goal are to organize the kitchen. The kitchen in our apartment is so much bigger than our New York City size kitchen. And so I do enjoy it much more than the one in New York. But I never actually unpacked it. You and mom and Sam unpack the kitchen at varying stages of boxes. And so I would not include you on that. You help you definitely helped with one of Oh, you were there for one of the yeah. unpacking situations. Okay, yeah. Because I was pregnant, a lot of other people unpacked the kitchen, and I was not a part of it. And mm-hmm. so things were not in places that I would have put them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pretty much done with this one at this point. I will be done by the end of the month, like getting the kitchen to how I want it to be yeah. <laughs> as the person who uses it the most. And then getting back into meal planning is my other goal for Q1. But those are kind of my overall 2024 goals and my Q1 focuses. Anything else that came up for you while we were talking? Any other goals? I know I, I was curious if finances were going to come up. Yeah, I know that's a goal no, that's, you want to focus on. Yeah, for sure. I don't think so. Cool. Well, that was fun. Let us know down in the comments, if either on the Instagram post about this episode or on YouTube, if you're watching it on YouTube, what one of your 2024 goals is. Yeah. And if you are on YouTube, we would appreciate if you would give this video a thumbs up and subscribe if you are not. And if you are on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, please rate and review us. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye.